0: Welcome to This AmeriCorps Life, the official Arizona Serve podcast by AmeriCorps members for AmeriCorps members, past, present, and future. And here is your host, Sarah Haber. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of This AmeriCorps Life. I'm your host, Sarah Haber. It's really been a while since... uh, I've uploaded a podcast, but today we have a really special guest. We have Katie, who is our newest VISTA, serving with Yavapai Casa for Kids Foundation. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm
1: good. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) How are you settling into Prescott so far? Prescott's pretty good. Um, It reminds me a lot of my college town. It's kind of a mix of um, the university, but also a retirement area, and it's a little bit more like... Yeehaw, which I um, kind of like actually, and I didn't realize how much I liked it until like lately I've been on a country music kick. Mm -hmm. And then I got a pair of like fake boots. I can't afford the real thing, but I like wearing them and just pretending that I grew up like on a farm. (laughs) Well, this is definitely a
0: great time of year for the yee yeah. aspect of Prescott because right now it's um, the week of the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Are you going to check that out?
1: Yeah, so my mom comes in on Thursday and then we're going to the rodeo on Friday night and I think it's both of our first times going to a rodeo mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting. I've, I have no idea what to expect.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I never went to a rodeo before mm-hmm. and coming from New York. This was very different, but it was also pretty fun.
1: (laughs) So you should enjoy yourself. (laughs) And Katie, can you tell us where you're from originally? Yeah, so I am from outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico. So I've lived there since I was six, so I'm pretty New Mexican at this point. Um, I like Arizona because it's similar, but different enough. It's a little bit bigger, um, more people, more things to do, but it still has like the Southwest vibes, which I really enjoy. And then where did you go to college? So I went to New Mexico State University in southern New Mexico. So I went to college at like an hour from the border Mm -hmm. to Mexico. And what did you study while you were in school? So I got my bachelor's in communication and I have minors in marketing, Spanish and international studies. Wow. That's so many things. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's nice because I can do kind of like anything I want with it. Um, It's a nice... Coverage of everything that I like, so there's a lot of different paths I could go with communication and marketing and international studies. Mm-hmm. And so, Vista
0: was that a path that you always foresee yourself mm-hmm. taking, or was that something that you found a little bit later
1: on? I think my junior year of college, I started to um, think more about the nonprofit side. I'd always been in. Nonprofit and like community service groups like when i was in high school i helped found a tree club on my campus mm-hmm. we worked with the city to um, plant trees around the city and campus and then tend to the ones that were already existing so i really like doing stuff like that and then i was um, vice president of national honor society in high school so we worked with student council to do like a campus-wide cleanup and things like that and then in my sorority obviously we did a lot of community service and so um I really, really enjoyed it and thought that that could be an actual career path for me. And so when I was talking to my mom about it, she was in the Peace Corps. So I thought about the Peace Corps mm-hmm. originally. And then um, AmeriCorps kind of came up as like a shorter term and then an easier transition than going from like something familiar my whole life in New Mexico to like a foreign country. And so AmeriCorps right. is kind of a good middle ground where it's a little more support um, in the way that I am familiar with the United States, obviously. And, um, yeah, so it's a way to use what I learned in college, um, as a transitional step where there's still like the support group of like Arizona serve and other vistas in the area. And then the professional development, like the civic leadership things we do with the team meetings without having to go full on into actual adult life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that this is definitely a very good step
0: in between fresh out of college and getting your first job
1: experience. Mm -hmm. Where was your mom serving in the Peace Corps? So she was in Micronesia, and that's how I came to be. So she met my dad. She was an English teacher, and I think he was a counselor or a math teacher. I know he was a math teacher later on, so I think he was the counselor first. And then... um, they got married and moved to hawaii so she got her master's degree and he got his bachelor's and then they moved to saipan which is um an island near guam mm-hmm. and so that's where i was born because saipan's a the us so it's a good mix of like island life and american lifestyle so here i am a product of the peace corps wow
0: <laughs> that's awesome um my mom also served in the peace corps oh, okay. she was serving in kenya and I think that for me, that was always very inspiring and mm-hmm. something that I always looked up to and thought about for my future. But kind of similarly, I didn't, re- I didn't really feel like I would be qualified for the Peace Corps. Mm-hmm. Um, I know now that that's not true, but you know, at the time it seemed like Vista was a little bit more fitting to me and the skills that I had to offer mm-hmm. and how they can go back and help a whole community.
1: For sure. Yeah. I agree with that. Looking at some of the job descriptions for the Peace Corps, even now, one of them was like teaching people, I think in Costa Rica, financial skills. And I was like, well, somebody has to teach me financial skills first before I'm qualified to help someone with their, um, like bookkeeping Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and we have lots of members here with arizona serve who start out as a vista and then they do move on to the peace corps we've had Mm -hmm. three members already in the time that i've been here that i've seen who have gone on to joining the peace corps
1: one of my favorite teachers in high school actually served in micronesia like right after my mom left and i think it's funny that we both ended up in rio rancho and she's like one of my favorite people ever so Mm -hmm. that's also like another thing i look at is um like i admire her so much now She's also kind of a big figure in my life. Mm-hmm.
0: And when you have something that is so special and unique in common, I mm-hmm. think that that helps create a stronger bond. Yeah. Like
1: her kids and I used to play an orchestra together in middle school. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know how we ended up in the same place. Yeah.
0: So um, what are your first kind of thoughts about moving to this new community and, you know, some of the things that you foresee you working on with your VISTA project or anything really?
1: I think I have a lot more downtime now, which is good. So there's more skills that I can pick up. So like in college, I was constantly busy between um, like school homework and then my sorority took up a lot of time. So now I have time to like relax when I'm done with work, I'm done. I'm not doing homework until like 11 PM anymore. So um, I can focus more on like gaining skills outside of like the classroom. So grant writing is the like the priority of my Vista project Mm -hmm. so I got Skillshare which is like an online classroom basically and it has everything from like graphic design to um, like how to do social media and all sorts of classes like that so I found one on grant writing so sometimes on the weekends I'll like take my laptop and go to a cafe and try to watch some Skillshare classes I Mm -hmm recently downloaded Adobe Creative Cloud to try to teach myself Photoshop and InDesign. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to get into calligraphy, so stuff like that. Um, but my Vista project particularly, um, since it's focused on grant writing, kind of improving my writing skills, which I think were already like good to start with. But yesterday, our consultant who kind of marked up my paper, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, there's still some room to grow, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like that where it's um more job specific is a lot about writing yeah and knowing how long it realistically takes me to do something i'm easily distracted so if i'm listening to a song on spotify and i want to skip it then sometimes i get into this little hole of like finding new songs on spotify for like two minutes and then i'm like i'm at work i need to focus Mm -hmm. a little bit better so
0: This is definitely, I think, a time in our young adult lives where we're able to learn more and more about ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, not only as professionals, but even sort of habits or little routines that we start to pick up on that are really our own. Mm -hmm. I think that taking this big step and moving out here, especially since you moved out here by yourself, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's a time where you get to just learn more about who you are and things that you do.
1: For sure, yeah. I learned very quickly that I don't have many hobbies. Um, Like, my hobbies in college were hanging out with my friends or going to Dunkin' Donuts to do homework. Mm -hmm. So when I realized I have to do something with my time, there's not an ice skating rink around here, which I thought that I could get into since I figure skated throughout my childhood. But um, so trying to find out that I or figure out my hobbies that I had or have or could potentially have. Mm -hmm um, is my like kind of step right now that I'm taking.
0: Well, when you don't have things like class or homework, um, or other extracurricular activities that you have in college, you just have way more free time, which, you know, is nice, but at times it can get to be a little bit overwhelming because you have so much time that you don't even know what to do with it. And so this is a time in your life to figure out what do i like to do to fill this
1: time essentially for sure yeah i think about my grandma who is retired you know and she always has stuff to do so i'm like i do i do yoga like my grandma she used to take me to the senior center to do yoga with her when i was a kid like, i have to find something i mean she's been doing this for a while now so yeah what are her hobbies not that like her hobbies will definitely be my hobbies but I'm like People know what to do with their time. I just need to figure out what it is for me. Right.
0: And I think it also takes time to figure out what it is you like to do with your time. You can try so many different things and meet new people and, you know, do a lot of things and participate in a lot of things that those people like to do, but that might not necessarily be your jam. Mm -hmm. So... I know that for me, I think that in my second year of living here, and not that this will take you this long, (laughs) but I felt like in my second year, I really found a good foundation for the things that I like to do and the little routines that make me happy. And it really now genuinely feels like home. And yeah, I think it's good to keep that in mind for when you first move to a new place that it's okay for things to not feel like home right away. And it's okay for things to not feel 100% and feel a little, you know, awkward at times. But, you know, if you pace yourself and you don't force anything, those hobbies yeah.
1: that you will <laughs> enjoy will settle in and be your jam. Yeah. That's definitely something I have to work on is not trying to get too ahead of myself like I went to Phoenix this last weekend to visit my old roommate and then I was like maybe I should move to Phoenix next year maybe I should move to Tucson next year like what do I want to do and I was like I've been here for a month and a half like I should slow down yeah and I don't have to worry about it yet it's not a pressing subject
0: Mm mm-hmm do you feel like a year is a long time for you to be serving in this community, or do you feel like, wow, it's only a year that I have here, and you know, I gotta figure out what my next thing is right
1: away? It comes in moments. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm here for a whole year, like there's so much that I could do in my time here, and then sometimes I think, like, how fast four years of high school or four years of college flew by and so one year is like nothing compared to that Mm -hmm. and so i know that so far it feels like it's flying by um i look at pictures and i'm like how is that like july or june 12th it's july 2nd now and so um how am i already this far into my um service and i feel like i just started Mm -hmm. and it's more comfortable like now at um my actual work site where it's like more of a routine but um, I can't believe how fast it's gone by just being at Prescott. It definitely does go by faster (laughs) than you would
0: think. Um, Especially, you know, this being a city that you have never been to before. A year is, in the grand scheme of things, a really short amount of time to really get to know a community Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and get to know your place in the community. So being able to... Build capacity and, and add sustainability to these organizations when you're only going to be there for a year, it's pretty challenging. Yeah. Do you feel that way so
1: far? Um, yeah, sometimes I look at my VAD and I think, how am I going to do this all in a year? And then sometimes I look at the response time for grants and I think, like, I could be months before I actually know if I'm doing a good job with the grant writing or not. So it's hard to, it's, I don't know how I'm supposed to, for myself, measure my success in my position, I guess, because it's a year long thing to do something that could do so much good for the organization. So I have to, it's hard to know whether or not I'm actually making an impact Mm -hmm. in this short amount of time. Yeah. Well, I think that
0: success can be measured in a lot of different ways. You can determine the success of your year, maybe by what you're, able to gain and what skills you're able to, you know, add on to your resume, Mm -hmm. I think that in of itself is a huge success. But when you're looking at the success that you're able to produce for the organization, you know, I think that having our monthly reports as, you know, tedious as they may be, it is still kind of neat to be able to see over time when you look at your monthly report from month one versus, Mm -hmm. you know, month seven, and you see how much more you have to write about, perhaps, Um, I think that will show you how much you yourself have been growing and how that growth has been able to benefit that organization.
1: That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I um, had to have a report for the board meeting, and I wrote down everything I had done for, like, the first month that I had been there, and I didn't realize how much stuff I had been doing I guess because it seems so small like moving Um, the volunteer database into Airtable which is just like a little bit more organized than a Google spreadsheet or um, like creating a volunteer orientation so that volunteers are a little more engaged and know more about the organization itself and can meet other volunteers and so it wasn't until it was written down on paper that I could see what I was doing because sometimes it just doesn't feel like am I really doing that much especially again with the grants because I don't know whether or not I'm doing a good job with them until mm-hmm. we know if they're getting accepted or denied. <laughs> I always
0: think that writing things down in general, not even just for work purposes, even sometimes when I reflect like what did I do this weekend and looking at it on paper and writing it all down, I'm amazed like wow, I was able to do all these things, yeah. <laughs> you know, in this weekend or in this month. And I think that for somebody who is going to be doing a lot of writing for their organization, that's maybe something on the side that's not necessarily work, but also good practice to you know keep your mind thinking that way.
1: Yeah. When I first got here, I tried to keep a journal and I think I lasted three days. But I have, like, travel journals from when I was a teenager, and they're so cool to, like, read back on. There's, like, things that I thought about that I had just forgotten or, like, my 15-year-old take on, like, the Acropolis, I guess. Mm -hmm. Just stuff like that. So it's nice to, like, go back and, like, reread that stuff. So I tried to do it, and I don't know why... I stopped after three days, but maybe I should try to get back into it.
0: Well, something that I think is
1: kind of amusing at
0: times is even looking back at old writing samples that I created in college Mm and my college classes, like looking at old press releases or different papers that I wrote and just looking at how not great my (laughs) writing was then and, you know, looking at things that I've been able to create now and seeing, you know, that growth. I think that's a really cool thing
1: to look at. Yeah, for sure. I, um, for this job, had to send in a writing sample, and so I was going through with my mom what I should send in. And I ended up sending in an article I wrote for the Odyssey Online when I... um, Our school used to have a group for them, and it was about um, just, like, representation of, like, Pacific Islanders in um, the media. And I remember um, sending it to my mom asking, like, is this a good thing to like send in and she was like yeah just watch one typo I spelled the wrong waste and I don't even know how I didn't catch it the first time and I remember trying to edit it but since there's no publisher for it New Mexico State University anymore it wasn't getting updated And I remember sending I was like I know there's one typo like please ignore but I was like just one typo but I just didn't have any relevant school papers I thought that were like Gonna show what I could do about or like what I thought about social justice issues or things like that, mm-hmm. or things that are relevant to like nonprofit
0: work. Right, there's so many different writing examples that go into nonprofit. You know, the way that you write a grant versus the way that you maybe write a press release is very, very different. Mm-hmm. So, for different positions, what they look for in a writing sample, you know. You got to really pick and choose what you want to show.
1: Yeah, for sure. That was probably my hardest battle in trying to figure out what to send in. So
0: um, the process of you getting from uh, New Mexico to here, more specifically that recruitment process, was that (laughs) a fairly
1: quick process for you or did it drag on? So I started applying, I think, over my spring break, I remember sitting in my living room and creating an AmeriCorps Vista profile and then applying to different places. And then I was, um, like on vacation and then with my mom and then getting emails. Like I would be at museums with her and just like connect to the Wi-Fi and be constantly checking my emails. Like somebody please hire me. <laughs> and then, um, like I remember, I think we were like the Asian art museum of San Francisco and I got the Arizona serve email and I was like, mom, like, look at this. Yeah. And then, um, it felt like at the time waiting for responses and like waiting to like know if I got a second round interview felt like forever because by like April I was like somebody please just hire me I don't know what I'm doing after college and I would like a plan so looking back it wasn't actually that long it was like a two-week process Mm -hmm. but at the time it felt like I checked my email I was checking my email at midnight and I was like relax. No one's emailing me about a job at midnight. They have (laughs) lives too. (laughs) Looking back, I guess it wasn't that long, but at the time it felt like, what am I doing? I don't know what's going on after college and it's only a month left. Right. And what drew you to this position? Originally, it was more looking at positions in Arizona because I wanted to stay in the Southwest. And then, um, I really liked the job description and doing stuff with, Grant writing, my mom, there's a lot of people in my family who are actually connected to the nonprofit world, but my mom was trying to encourage grant writing positions because they're always necessary with nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Like every nonprofit's gonna want a grant writer, and it's hard to get um, the experience if every position for grant writing ex- requires like at least one to two years of grant writing experience. So she was saying, if I wanna work in nonprofits, this is a good way in. And she writes grants for um, the school system in Rio Rancho, so she could help me with that so I guess my mom is the one who really pushed me for like grant writing stuff so when it, I think when you're going through different VISTA positions and you filter there's a grant writing option so I was looking for different positions within grant writing yeah grant writing is definitely a very marketable skill especially
0: mm-hmm. within the nonprofit realm mm-hmm.
1: for sure yeah
0: hmm
1: I talked to one of my aunts who used to be I think the executive director of a small nonprofit in Maryland about grant writing, and she was like, yeah, I mean, a lot of her encouragement was like, she has to write these grants for her paycheck, so. Yeah, and then one of my other aunts is the, I think she's the incoming board chair for a foundation in Charlotte, and so we talked about what they looked for in grants and stuff. So grant writing was good for me to start with, and then also I have a lot of good resources within my family, even just of how to be a good grant writer. And so did you graduate and then immediately move over here? (laughs) Yeah, so I graduated on a Saturday and then I moved to Prescott on a Tuesday, the Tuesday right after. Wow. um, My family helped me pack my car and like clean up my apartment. So, I mean, they were fine because they were like, this way we get to spend time with you because we know you're moving immediately. But um, I have family from Israel and so they came down to my graduation to visit so I was like I can't quite like say hey for 36 hours and then move to Arizona Mm -hmm. but so luckily I was able to make it work yeah (laughs) which I'm grateful for so um so I went to a chamber for a mixer and people were like oh um like are you new to the area and I was like yes I moved here two days ago (laughs) I graduated less than a week ago so
0: sounds like it was just a very fast process at least of you know once you knew that you were in mm-hmm. get ready to move
1: yeah I um was very excited but also I was like oh there's like no time in between mm-hmm. like um but it's fine because when I wasn't at home like lounging around like well like tapping my foot waiting to go yeah I like that it was a little bit go 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 yeah. And then maybe after my VISTA service, if I like end up going to graduate school, I'll have like a little bit of a break in between. Yeah. And how do you feel about pretty much being the first one for your cohort of VISTAs to be starting? It was an interesting start because I met people who were like, yeah, I'm leaving in a month or like I'm leaving in two months. So there was a lot of It was a good mix of they could give me good recommendations of what to do, and then um, they were settled in, so you could, like, take advice from them, or um, they could kind of lead you in the right direction if I asked, and then it was also kind of a scary thing to be like, well these are the only people I know in this area and then they're leaving mm-hmm. like as soon as like I get to be comfortable they're going to be going right so luckily now there's a second person for my cohort here and I really like her mm-hmm. and then the next group will come in and I'll be sharing an office space with one of them but yeah I remember telling my mom it was um like a weird mix of just like people already settled into it and knowing what they're doing and having all these big projects like established whereas like I'm just starting Mm hmm. Well, even beyond just yeah. the Vista project, mm-hmm. there's just,
0: you know, like I said, they have their own routines that they've set up for themselves here, mm-hmm. which, like I said, it will take time <laughs> to get those for yourself. But at least, you know, in terms of out of your own cohort, you'll be able to be settled in before everybody else. And then the more settled in you are, the more you'll be able to offer direction and guidance to those mm-hmm. incoming members.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it'll be good to be like, oh, like Watson Lake has fun kayaking and stuff. So if anyone likes to go kayaking, we should go together. But then it's also because it's like not too far ahead, we can also be like, oh, like I didn't know Prescott did this. And there's like this to do. But there's still like now I have my favorite cafes that I like go to on the weekends. Yeah. So like we should go here. And what are some of those cafes? (laughs) Um, I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. But I (laughs) know that it's like next to a fries and the um, car dealerships. And it's next to a smoothie place. Oh, Method Coffee. Yes. Yep. (laughs) I've been there before. I really like their lemonade,
0: which isn't like what you go to a cafe for, I guess, but it's really delicious. (laughs) (laughs) So, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about today?
1: Yes. If you are interested in being a volunteer with Yavapai Costa <laughs> for Kids and want to help our organization's mission, which is to help meet the unmet needs of kids in the foster care system in um, Yavapai County, please email me at katie, K-A-T-I-E, at org and we can set something up.
0: All <laughs> right. Well, thank you for sharing that information. Um, Well, we hope that you continue to get more settled into Prescott. Mm. Well, thanks for having me. (laughs) No problem. Uh, And thanks for listening. (laughs) You've been listening to This AmeriCorps Life, produced by Arizona Serve of Prescott College. Find out more at ArizonaServe.org and at Prescott.edu.